Welcome to Courage Pod. My name is Lauren Ray, the Courage Coach. I am an entrepreneur, certified mindset coach, and expert in building unshakable courage. Each week, I'll be bringing you inspiring episodes, helping you to discover how to unlock your limitless potential and to break through to new levels of success in life, love, wealth, and business. In my world, we don't settle, we courage. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome back, Courages. I am super excited about this episode and not just because I love a good pun. (laughs) Today's episode is become an asshole. And I really want to make sure that's clear. They are two separate words, ask hole. (laughs) For the kids, for the kids listening in the room, we are talking about asking, asking for help, asking better questions and using the power of asking in order to create your dream life of courage. Now, one thing I know to be true is that a lot of people do struggle with asking for help. And I know this was something that I struggled with up until my mid-20s. And it was something that I had to really kind of dig deep in to understand, like, what is my problem here? (laughs) Why aren't I asking people for help? And for me, it was a lot of things. It was a lot about limiting beliefs I had around what asking for help meant. I had some weird belief that if I asked people for help and I got help to achieve my goal, that somehow my part and my deservingness of that goal was less than because I didn't do it alone. I have no idea where that came from, but I certainly found that when I achieved things on my own and solely on my own, I somehow felt like that was better than the times when I got help with the goal. Like it doesn't make any sense logically. And for some reason I had that belief in my subconscious mind for a long, long time. And at the end of the day, I also had the belief, like a lot of people do, that asking for help means that I can't do it. And therefore I am somehow like incapable or less than, or I don't know, it's some very strange things. And I know for me personally, there was another layer to it, which was asking for help was ultimately then having to share with people that I was trying to achieve a goal. And I was always really worried back up until my mid twenties that if I told people that I wanted to achieve a goal and then I didn't achieve it, that would be like mortifying and super embarrassing. And so I often kept things to myself and didn't ask for help because if I didn't achieve the goal, then no one would know. And therefore there's no embarrassment. But ultimately, I was just shooting myself well and truly in the foot there, because if I had just asked for help, I would have probably achieved more of the goals that I wanted to up until my mid-20s. And so when I discovered the power of becoming an ask whole, everything changed. And quite obviously, you know, it's almost like the most obvious thing in the world. When you get help, you achieve things much quicker. We're not supposed to do things on our own. But I was really curious to understand what are some of the other reasons that people don't ask for help that maybe are beyond my own personal reasons. I've obviously been quite vulnerable there and shared a few things. But I was really curious as like, what are some of the reasons that other people don't ask for help that aren't the ones that I just shared? And I did a bit of research and the ones I'm going to share today are some of the ones that I definitely have seen most common in some of my clients that I've worked with and people that I know. So one of the reasons that people don't ask for help is that they see themselves as like a giver like they're just one of these people that always over giving and they want to give 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 and a huge part of their sense of self-worth and their pride and and their belief around what will make people like them and how they can earn love and respect is by giving and so they always want to be the one giving and giving and of course there's nothing wrong with helping people and giving of course and yet there's always that moment where we have to reflect where am I giving so much that I am not actually allowing myself to receive And a lot of people find it really difficult to receive. You know, people find it really hard to receive compliments. People find it really hard to receive 
favors and they feel like they owe people things and suddenly like there's this really weird energy around giving and receiving and so some people can get into this habit of I need to be the one that's always giving and helping people but I I can't actually receive and for me receiving has been such a beautiful lesson I was actually in um, a business retreat in Portugal last year I was invited to go on this retreat and it was a bunch of sort of, you know, six multi-six figure entrepreneurs coming together to mastermind and learn and grow and, and connect together. And it was a beautiful experience. And I very much realized that although I had developed my habit of becoming an ask hole and I had got into the habit of asking for help, I definitely still had some things about not receiving. And I reflected on this when I was in Portugal because part of the mastermind is that every day we got an opportunity to sort of sit in the center chair and ask all of us in the room for, we got to ask a question. And then we just had to receive the information. We got to receive from people. People were giving us advice, giving asking us questions. And the whole weekend was just about receiving, you know, receiving connection, receiving advice, receiving guidance, and just kind of letting the whole experience like wash over you. And going into the retreat, I was sort of somewhat aware of the fact that I did have still a little bit of struggle with receiving. And I set an intention that I was just going to receive the whole weekend. Yes, I was going to give. Yes, I was going to collaborate. And also I really wanted to open myself up to receive whatever I needed to receive that weekend. And it was an incredibly powerful weekend. And it all really stems back from when I was a kid. And I remember how hard I found it to receive compliments. And I had this one vivid memory where someone complimented a picture that I, someone had taken a picture of me on holiday. And it was like, I think I was like an early teenager, just maybe 13. And the picture was on the wall. And I don't remember who it was. We had a guest over and the person sort of leaving the house as they walked past, they saw the picture of me on holiday and they made a really nice compliment about my looks and how beautiful the picture was. And I immediately went into self-deprecation and defense mode. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, God, no. My hair awful. Like, look at my skin. And I just tore myself down. And I know this is super common for women. This is something that we often have been raised and socialized to bond with each other with. We all kind of bond by telling each other how terrible we are. I mean, it's luckily getting very, it's getting a lot better. But certainly when I was growing up, that's how we bonded. You know, we talked about the diets we're on and how fat we are and how how awful our hair is. And yeah, oh, no, this I have problems too. And this was a way that we bonded and socialized. But I also recognized that I had real trouble receiving a compliment. And I remember my mum turning around to me, and I still remember this to this day. My mum turned around to me and said, Lauren, when someone gives you a compliment, say thank you. Receive it. And that is something that I have actively been trying to do. And I've got a lot better at it over time. But it's so funny because when someone gives me a compliment or someone like, you know, says, oh, I love your top, we immediately kind of go into this like story about, oh, I got it from this place and it was on sale. It's like, just say thank you. <laughs> so I'll pass on my mother's words of advice. When someone gives you a compliment, receive it and say thank you. Okay, so one of the other reasons that someone may not ask for help that I often see is people who are trapped in what is known as a victim mindset. This mindset and this loop and this thought pattern around, you know, I, you know, poor me, everything bad happens to me, and nobody ever helps me. Like I have to struggle, I have to be alone. And for various reasons, and it'll be unique and individual to the person, but for various reasons, a person can get into a victim mindset where they just keep themselves in this loop of poor me and everything happens to me and I have no control over my life and everything's awful and people are terrible and everyone's out to get to me. 
And this is very, very common. And it is for a number of reasons, maybe some traumas or some various things that have happened. But once you get into that mindset, it can be quite difficult to get out. But it's not, of course, it's not impossible. It is very much a choice. But if you are struggling to, if you find yourself in that mindset, I really recommend getting support, getting some coaching to support you to get out of that mindset and and change the thought patterns and change the habits that you have in your mind. Because staying in that loop, we are essentially creating a victim of ourselves. Whereas actually we can change the thought patterns and change the narrative and move away from that. But staying in the victim mindset is one of the reasons that people often don't ask for help. The other reason that people don't often ask for help is trust issues. You know, maybe they've asked people for help before or they've tried to rely on people before and they have been consistently let down. And then over time, they've just developed this belief and this thought that, well, people can't be trusted. I can only trust myself. I can only, I've got my own back and that's it. And they can become hyper independent and hyper, you know, kind of closed walls and closed up and don't ask anybody for help. The thing is, is that a lot of these are all common you know, and, and the ones that I shared before about my own experiences around my limiting, limiting beliefs around what asking for help meant and a certain level of pride and doing things on our own and all of these things. But at the end of the day, when I realized what asking for help really was and how I could reframe it in my mind, and I just embraced asking people, so much opened up for me. And I'm really excited to share a little bit about my journey about becoming an asshole and what that ultimately led me to achieving as a result. And I really hope this lands for you. If you are struggling to ask for help, that it really inspires you to start becoming an asshole. Okay. So there are two parts of becoming an asshole. One, asking other people and two, asking better questions, but I'm going to dive into both of them. I mean, if you really think about it just for a second, it does take courage to ask for help. Because asking for help is admitting that you need help. It's telling someone else that you aren't 1000% self-sufficient and capable of doing all the things all the time on your own. And I truly hope you can sense the sarcasm in my voice. (laughs) I'm hoping this translates. So it takes courage to ask for help. And so when I talk to people about living a life of courage, part of that is my little joke around becoming an asshole. And it's not about saying, oh, I can't do anything myself. Oh my goodness, I'm totally incapable. No, you. everybody listening here is an incredibly resourceful, capable human being, but also we're not supposed to do all the things all the time, like in every way possible. We're not supposed to be 100% self-sufficient. Now, for those of you who know anything about human design, which I will be diving into in a future episode, but I am a manifester. I am single definition. And there is so much in my chart, which basically says like I am highly independent, a bit of a control freak, and I have the energy of constantly needing freedom. So there's so much in my like natural energetic being in my field and my, and my chart that I am very unlikely to ask for help. And so it takes a lot for me to do that. So I'm going to tell you a story now about how I discovered the power of becoming an asshole and how it changed my life. So this was back in my mid-twenties, and of course I'd asked for help in some ways before that, but it was really when things kicked off in my mid-twenties during my, you know, what am I doing with my life, quarter-life crisis, personal development rabbit hole phase, I decided I am going to admit what I want. So for those of you who listened to last week's episode, I gave you the three steps for creating the life you actually want. And step one is admitting what you want. I think I told like three people, but for me, that was a huge deal. I think I declared, so the three people I worked with at the label and I was like, I am going to record my own album next year. And I think I told my mum. So that's, you know, that's the whole world to me. The thing is, 
Creating an entire album on my own was never going to be possible 100% alone. It's just not possible. I need musicians. I need producer. Um, I needed to go and ask the bank for some money <laughs> for a personal loan. Um, I needed to ask my boss if I could go down to four days a week. I needed to ask people for recommendations for, you know, what websites to use and how do I, what distributor I should use. And rec- I had to keep, I knew I'd have to ask people. And so I started one at a time. I asked for favors. I asked for advice. I asked for guidance. I asked for things to be different. I asked for connections, everything. I became, as the joke will continue to go, I became a massive ask hole. And the thing is, when I started asking people, I realized the fundamental truth about human beings. People actually want to help you. (laughs) Oh my goodness, groundbreaking information. I'm not even joking. This was like groundbreaking to me. I was consistently and constantly blown away about how many people wanted to willingly help me. Some people I had to pay, of course, is their livelihood. And some people would do things for me for free. Or in some cases, we would do like a swap. Like I do them a favor, they do me a favor. But fundamentally, most of the time, people said yes. And the only times they said no is because they couldn't give me a no. And this is the secret of life, everybody. Lean in, listen very carefully. The secret of life is people only give you a no when they cannot give you a yes. We take no so personally. We take no to mean so many things. And at the crux of it, a no is simply there for when somebody cannot give you a yes or doesn't want to give you a yes. Fine. But that's for various reasons. And most of the time, that's not personal either. Anyway, back to the story. And so I started asking for help and it all started because I was telling my older sister about what I wanted to do and I was asking her for some advice around like, you know, maybe speaking to my boss because she, my older sister works in HR and people and operations and all those kind of fancy things and she knows things that I don't. So I asked her for guidance and she said, hey, did you know that in about four weeks time, a new law is going to be passed in the UK, which means that anyone who's been working at a company for at least six months can ask for flexible working And you don't have to be a parent. Whereas prior to that, you had to be a parent in order to ask for flexible working, which is totally cool. That's absolutely fine. Totally reasonable. But the law was changing that anybody had the right to ask. And by the way, if anyone's a lawyer or working in HR right now, and I'm totally butchering this as a fact, like this is just my interpretation of it. And it worked, but this is my interpretation of it. Always Google things before uh, going to your boss and saying, I had Lauren on a podcast tell me this. So just double check. But my understanding of at the time was that anyone who'd been working at a company for at least six months could go to their boss and ask for flexible working. And the company and the manager had to reasonably consider it. Fast forward four weeks later, I walked into my boss's office and luckily, fortunately, I had an incredible incredible boss and manager. Every single time I asked her something, she said yes. So I went down to four days a week and then I started going to networking events. I wanted to start songwriting with people. So I asked people for connections. I asked people for introductions. I asked people if they knew anybody. And as I said, people want to help. So people said yes. And then I found myself going to Nashville on a songwriting trip. I asked people if they knew anyone who I could do songwriting sessions with. They said yes. And I found myself in incredible spaces in Nashville writing with incredible songwriters that I'd never met before. And it was all because I asked. And then one of the songwriters I worked with, he released his fourth album, I think it was, just after I met him. And I listened to it and I said, this is an incredible album. And I reached out to him and I said, 
who was the producer on the album? Do you mind me asking? He said, no, not at all. It's my friend Nielsen. And so I asked for an introduction and I got it. Flash forward, I'm not going to go into all the details, but essentially what I'm trying to prove to you is that every single time I asked, it led me to a new opportunity, a new opportunity. And that Nielsen producer of that incredible album ended up producing my first album, We Will Need Courage. And then I was offered opportunities to go on tour and support incredible artists around UK and Europe. And I asked my boss if I could then work remotely so I could tour and work during the day. And she said, yes. And then I was down to two days a week. And all I'm trying to explain to you here is that had I not started asking people for help, for guidance, for advice, for connections, none of those things would have been possible. And obviously it required somebody else saying yes at the end, other end of it. But as I said, like 99% of the time, people were saying yes, or at least saying, I can't, but I could recommend dot, dot, dot. And the thing is, is knowing that is one thing. Doing it is another. And so I'm sharing this because if you don't currently have the things that you want in your life and you want them, ask yourself, you're the first person you need to ask, who can I ask for help or advice today that might get me one step closer to where I want to be? A lot of people get so caught up in the, I don't know how to do it. I don't know where to even start. And honestly, the first place you start is asking yourself better questions and then starting to ask other people. And honestly, you would be shocked at just how many people in your life right now would be more than willing to help. And also people on the internet. Now I'm not talking about sliding into the DMs of Tony Robbins and whoever else it is and saying, hey, can you give me some personal advice? Like there are obviously out people out there right now who will charge for their advice and their guidance. But those people will also have loads of free resources. You're listening to my free resource, the podcast. And I also have so much free information on my Instagram. I also have so much free information in my email on my mailing list. I have a free training that you can get. If you listen to the end of the podcast, you can hear how you can get that. But I also very happily have my DMs open on my Instagram. Honestly, there are good people in the world who are happy to help you. And so the next phase of becoming an asshole, it's about asking yourself better questions. The quality of your life, and I can't remember who said this originally. I think about a million people have said it. But the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask. And you'll notice this as the theme in what I talk about a lot on the podcast, but you have to ask yourself better questions. What do I want? What's happening here? Why, what's, where did that thought come from? Where did that belief come from? You know, why do I think I can't do this? What's stopping me? How can I go about this? How can I think about this differently? What can I learn from this? And we have to get into the habit of asking ourselves better questions because the questions that we ask ourselves and others is what determines the quality of our lives. So if you're not currently asking yourself better questions, start doing it. If you aren't currently asking people for advice or guidance or help, start doing it. And I'm going to give you a task for the next 24 hours. I'm going to task you with asking one person for one thing that you need. Maybe you need a break. Maybe you need someone to hold the baby. Maybe you need five minutes or maybe you need advice on something. And maybe you need a connection for something or maybe you need a favor. Encourage yourself and invite yourself to ask one person for one thing. Maybe you slide into my DMs and you ask me a question. I mean, you already know that I'm going to answer. So <laughs> here we go. So one question in the next 24 hours, I want you to become an asshole and just see where it takes you. Thank you for listening to Courage Pod with me, Lauren Ray, the Courage Coach. If you love what you heard today, share this with a friend and leave us a review. If you like free gifts, Send me a screenshot of your review over on Instagram at I am Lauren Ray, and I will send you a free training called Create the Life You Actually Want to Say Thank You. 
Until next week, as always, keep couraging.